I'm thankful for you, the listener, and I, I'm just grateful for those that listen. I, this is the uh, podcast called A Different Drummer. We are marching to the beat of a different drummer, and and that march is this life, and we uh, press on together. We trusted Christ. We, the different drummer is um, is not me. It's just um, it's just that we're different, <laughs> aren't we? Different. Steve Gretsch here, and um, this podcast is called The Different Drummer, and I. I'm just grateful for, again, for you, the listener. This podcast is called He Has Freed Us from Slavery. And and this slavery is a slavery to sin. In Revelation 1.5, it says, And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, and the ruler of the kings of the earth, to him who loves us and has freed us from our sins by his blood. We have been freed. We, that, that's the promise. We were freed from the slavery. We're freed from sin. We're, and um, I actually got it, my title from the, one of the upcoming verses here, but um, I just thought that that was that's such a promise that we've been freed from our sin by his blood, freed from the... And my teacher of old, um, I, like to, I like to quote him a lot, and he always talked about that we are freed... In this life, while we're still walking the earth, we're being sanctified, we're still alive, we're freed from the penalty of sin. The penalty of sin is that is that we would have we would have died and gone to hell, but the Lord saved us from that, and that's the penalty there. But after after this life, after when we die or we're raptured up, we're going to be free from the presence of sin, and with, and we will be present with the holy, Christ, the holy one of God, Jesus, the the Christ. He is gonna will be with him, and we'll, we will be free from the presence of sin as well. Isn't that cool? I always thought that was kind of neat. We, um, this verse, this next verse, I've always been interested in because we have we have this fear in this life and oftentimes it, it, it rears its ugly head and um, in Hebrews 2 5 it says and and to free those who all their lives were held in slavery by their fear of death each and every one of us have a fear of death and I say that it's different there are those that will say that that I don't that I have fear or that I don't have fear, that we shouldn't have fear. But I say we shouldn't be slaves to fear. I think there's still fear in life. There just is. We have things going on in our day that uh, can be kind of fearful. But I just I believe that, um, that we're not to be slaves to that fear. Um, and that's basically what it says in Hebrews 2.15. So we uh, this next verse is awesome because it talks about us being adopted. In Romans 8.15 says, The spirit you received does not make you slaves, so that you live in fear again. Rather, the spirit you received brought about your adoption to sonship, and by him we cry, Father. The spirit we received does not make us slaves to fear. And that spirit is the spirit of God. Uh, our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit, but you know sometimes fear we it always it rears its ugly head. We're still alive. We're still 
on this journey. It was interesting because last week I was sitting at the at the coffee shop with my wife, having a wonderful time out in a nice sunny day. We'd ridden our new electric bikes over there, and we we're just having a nice time. All of a sudden, I realized I didn't have my keys. I usually clip them on the side of my pants, and they're hanging there. And I realized they weren't there. And I'm like, uh-oh. And I'm sure you've had that feeling when you lost your wallet or your keys or misplaced something really important. It's like, oh. And the fear the fear kind of kicks in. And so we rode our bikes back. We checked the whole trail that we came on, retraced our tracks, and it, I'd forgotten them in the garage. And so it was, it was really... Um, it was really, and we prayed the whole way back, and Lord help us to find the keys, and and he and he brought us right to the keys, and there they were, and I, so um, and then I realized, hey, I'm not after I'm gone from this life, I'm not going to need these keys anymore. They'll just probably still be sitting there. So, but anyway, that's that's not what this is about. Uh, we're not slaves to impurity. Romans six nineteen says, "I am using an example from everyday life." Because of your human limitations, just as you used to offer yourselves as slaves to impurity and to ever-increasing wickedness, so now offer yourselves as slaves to righteousness, leading to holiness. The slavery is a new slavery. We're still slaves. Um, we're not slaves to fear. We're not slaves to those things. We're slaves to righteousness. And this, this leads to holiness. And they're all promises of God, aren't they? So we're no longer slaves to sin. In Romans 6, 6, it says, For we know that our old self was crucified with, uh, with him so that the body ruled by sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin. Uh, again, my teacher of old would always say that uh, our, the old body was done away with, and, and we're, still, we're still in it, but he would always say that... Um, when we Galatians two twenty says I'm crucified with Christ and I no longer live. Do I have that in here? Oh, I do. I guess I'll wait with that. And so if we um, on to the next thing, if we do sin, there's a, we have an advocate. First John two one through two says, My dear children, I write this to you so that you will not sin. But if anybody does sin, we have an advocate with the Father. Jesus Christ, the Righteous One. He is the atoning sacrifice for our sins, and not only for our ours, but also for the sins of the whole world. So the Lord, we know He shed His blood, and we we know that we um, that we have Him as our advocate for sin. We're not we're not slaves to it, but we do sin. It's not that we. My teacher of old says it's not that we cannot sin; it's that we need not sin. And First John really talks about that. It's um, we're not slaves to it. We shouldn't be slaves to it. So, um, and that's because honestly, life's attractions are gone. Here it is, Galatians two twenty. I have been crucified with Christ. I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I live in the body, I live by the life I now live in the body. I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave Himself for me. And my teacher would say, you know, uh, once if if a person is crucified, it's a slow, slow, painful death. And my old body, my old self, my old attitude, my old act attractions are gone. But it sure was painful, and it, and it took a long time. Um, 
So that's kind of that's kind of how Paul was indicating that. But um, it it does take it does take time, and I don't, and the sin isn't completely gone. It's just but we have this advocate, capital A, and it's Jesus Christ. We also have access to the throne room. It, it says in Hebrews Hebrews four sixteen. We have access to the, his throne rooms, and we can go there in our time of need. So what, what we love. So what happens again? I love looking at things from different angles. That's why I'm a different drummer, I suppose. And so we love instead. In it says to, uh, it says in First Peter three fifteen. But in your hearts, revere Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have and do this with gentleness and respect. And we, I think we do that by being prepared in the Word, being having a history of uh, being in the Word. Read the Scriptures. I love that. I've, I've, I've been reading just through the Bible this year so far and, you know, just kind of plowing through it a book at a time, one right after the other. And it's been such a blessing. And I actually just read First John this morning. Such good, there's so much in there. Uh, so now, again, we're a slave to righteousness. In Romans 6.18, you have been set free from sin and have become slaves to righteousness. I love this. The promise, the promise that we are no longer slaves and that he has freed us from this slavery, from this life, from sin. He's given us the advocate. We have access to the throne room. Isn't that a wonderful, wonderful promises? And I'll leave you with this. Colossians 3, 1 through 3 says, Since then you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on the things above, not on earthly things. For you died, and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. Well, bless you, dear listener. I pray that this promises would be a blessing to you, and I hope you have a great day, and we'll talk to you soon. Take care.